Hi, I'm Andre and you're listening to Inside Remote, a podcast where we share stories from remote work experts and remote companies who are building new era of distributed work. Today we are talking with Kewan Chong from Toasty.ai. Kewan will tell us how he came up with the idea about Toasty and what Toasty is and how it really helps make meetings richer and more interactive. So tune in and enjoy the show. Hi, Kawan. Welcome to Inside Remote. I'm really happy to have you here. Thank you, Andre. Thank you so much for having me here. Why, you know, we think that like thin culture is more than important nowadays? Yeah, I'm glad that you asked because I'm a huge culture person. Um, I think it's because there's so much uncertainty out there. Like we don't even know where this virus is heading, um, especially a lot of people don't know whether they're going to lose their job. So I think that is the fundamentals of the anxiety. And that's why we need culture to bring the, the, the other side back. But I also think because remote working, like uh, uh, a little bit about Toasty, like half of our team is based in Hong Kong and then the other half is remote. So when you're in the office, it's very easy for some people to say hi to each other or grab lunch together or have a casual chat. But remote working, you don't get any of that anymore. So it's important to be more intentional when you're trying to create the team culture or actually retain the team culture. And I think um, one other perspective that I always think is culture is what drives people to make independent decisions. So when you're working remotely, you're, you, sh- you should be very independent because we're trying to, um, because we're trying to work without a lot of communication back and forth. So I think if we set the right culture, then people know what to do and they don't have to really go to the manager and say, hey, can I do this? Can I do that? Then that's going to make the company even more productive. So I think all in all, that's why culture is important. And what would be, in your opinion, you know, like the good indicators or like the indicators of team culture? I think honesty is definitely number one. Like um, everyone is pretty open about giving each other critical feedback uh, because you don't even because you're not in the same office. So there are a lot of things that require collaboration. But if a team is very scared to give feedback to each other, then I don't know. They're, they're just hiding stuff from each other. And, and then things are not going to move forward. So I think the number one thing that I look at is, are the team open to give direct feedback to each other? And then the other person, are they okay to take it? I think that's a big indicator. And second one would be how self-driven the team is. So there are definitely a lot of people who, if they don't get a task, they don't do anything. But I think remote working it's really suitable for people who are more self-driven, self-disciplined. So if you look at a team and then there are a lot of people sitting around, like not trying to drive initiative, then you know there's no good culture. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's 
for for certain and i definitely agree and one interesting observation of like what you mentioned so far like you know uh, i don't know about your experience but like i've been working like in office environments as well like in, the, mm-hmm. in my past and i just you know remember like from talking with people and like experiencing i would say that you know that it's not really that much different comparing like in office to like let's say remote culture it's pretty much similar in some ways like defining successful teams or not like so there's not that how to say that much difference in that way i think remote working you have to be a lot more intentional because there's no like random encounter random conversation mm-hmm. so like yeah. if you want to have a coffee chat you really have to set it up you cannot just like hey do you want a coffee now and mm-hmm. uh, especially mm-hmm. like those manager one on one i think is super important when you're remote working because uh, even just 30 minutes every two weeks is so helpful to both the manager and the team member. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. And like, you know, uh, how to say engaging teams is like, let's say like you have, you need like more, uh, how to say self-motivated and self-starting uh, individuals, like when working remotely. Um, this is also part of the part of the reason, like where you have to be really like uh, engaged into the team. So, you know, it's much easier, like I said, like encountering people uh, like when being in an office like or seeing them in person. And lots of even remote companies uh, report like when they do these team retreats and like everybody gets together, like so much things get done and like they get to know each other. So that's very beneficial. But how do you know, like how do you how to approach this team engagement like once you're not working like once you're working remotely when you don't see your colleagues like every day, like, you know, what do you think are the main challenges and like how to approach those? Um, yeah, first of all, I think um, a lot of people ask us, how do you be good at remote working? Um, the first thing that I told them is asynchronous communication because I, I actually reflected this myself uh, like a couple of weeks ago because I mm-hmm. realized that I have been slacking my team members a lot during the day to a point that I feel like they are not being productive because they are busy responding to me. So I Mm -hmm. brought myself back to this concept of asynchronous communication where if the guidelines are really clear, lay out, um, like we use Trello so that everyone knows what tasks we're working on. And then if you finish Mm -hmm. it, the other person knows it right away. So technically, nothing has to be communicated in real time. So I think um, even though we don't want to, wait, let me say it again. Even though we want people to practice asynchronous communication, but I think the video call time is still very important, but I don't want to encourage people to set up more calls because that's just a waste of time. So I think one of the things that we do for engagement is Okay, let's say we have like stand up and all hands, this kind of regular meetings that we have to do. Mm-hmm. Why don't we make good use of the time, like maybe the first 10 minutes or the last 10 minutes to do a little bit of team engagement, to get to know each mm-hmm. other a little bit more. And the good thing is we don't need to set up an other meeting. We're actually leveraging on something that we already have. So I think that's the best way to drive team engagement. Um, mm-hmm. And that's also why we created Toasty. Uh, We believe that a video call 
it's great if you can like go do a meeting, talk about presentation, talk about like mm -hmm. the, the the content of the meeting. But why not just make team building part of the meeting every single time, just for a little bit, like two minutes here, two minutes there, five minutes here. That might be mm -hmm. the future of remote working. Okay, that sounds very interesting. And how would you how would you engage like for example? Uh... Uh, people do you have like any any examples like of what uh, companies do like to engage uh, yeah first of all andre uh let me ask you a question um do you have a team to work with you yeah i do i do of course do, yeah do you do you do like daily stand up this kind of uh regular video call um at the moment we don't but i i used to work like in environments when we did have that yeah okay okay so the way we do it is every morning we gather on the call and then we will mm -hmm. just share what we're going to focus on and if we have any blockers. But the thing is, it gets so dry after all, like every day you're just yeah. talking about the same stuff. So what mm -hmm. our team decided to do is we assign one person every day to kind of think of a new way to spice up the standup. So for example, this morning, we actually use Toasty to use our conversation card activity. So everyone takes a turn to flip over a card and the card will say, uh, for example, one of the card will say, what are you working on today? The other card will say, what's one blocker that you need help with? And then the other card will say, uh, what is one question you really wanna ask another team? So like we take turn to flip over the card and then we have one minute to talk about that. It makes the standup a lot more interesting so that is, I think, I think that is a great way to make the team more engaged because people like surprise, people like new ways of doing things. And then you were asking me, what are some other ways we do engagement? Uh, I think two weeks ago, we spent 30 minutes on a Thursday playing Scribble. So okay. it's, it's really fun. So we take turns to draw and then we guess. Uh, there's not much talking when we are playing because we are so competitive. But everyone feels like, oh, it's so good to have some relaxed time to to hang out with each other. So that's another one. And um, the one that I really want to encourage other people to do is ask each other really deep questions. Because I see that a lot of people use icebreaker card, but they ask questions like, um, what do you do on the weekend? Something like that. And I just feel like it's not deep enough. You're not getting to know each other enough. Where else if you have cards that represent what is the best memory of your childhood? Like this kind of card, it just opens up the conversation and then you really get to know each other. And then that's how you build trust and relationship. And then you work together even better. So <laughs> deep yeah, I... so key. Yeah, I definitely agree. And this is like what also like a lot of people report, like when doing this, you know, team retreats, they get to know people in person, you know, like they get to, they get to work with them like two years, you know, like, you know, together on the same project, but they don't know each other like personally. And this is what happens. And yeah, having this micro times or like, let's say water cooler chats uh, on specific topic, you, you get to know more uh, like more of your colleagues like in person and like as as you know their other side and also makes uh your how to say relationship more human and not uh just transactional in a way that like you know only working 
uh, for uh, for the same company and on the same project. So this is kind of great, like in some way for sure. Totally. Um, I think yeah. uh, one point to add when you're talking about annual retreat. So a lot of remote yeah. company does that. And mm -hmm. I think it's great, but I also hear that people get overwhelmed when they get to the retreat because usually you don't really engage with your colleagues and then suddenly you have to engage so much in like that week and it's overwhelming. Yeah. So that's why that's yeah. why I have that concept of like, why not spread it out to like day to day, mm -hmm. the small bits here and there. For sure, for sure. And uh, going further, like, you know, basically Toasty trying to help with this, like, can you tell more about like, how, how did you come up with idea like about Toasty? And then like, you know, working on this specific problem Okay, it's a pretty long journey, I have to say. Like, we're definitely not the startup that we knew what we wanted to build from day one. So we started Toasty last year, and we had the idea of connecting people, basically. Uh, we didn't know where, so we just started doing some re user research, and we ended up building an engagement technology for physical events, workshops, team meetings. And the way it works is uh, the host would put up a QR code on the screen and then everyone would use their mobile phone to scan and then they get into Toasty and then we use some icebreaker questions to split them into groups and then they would find each other personally and then Toasty will guide them through some activities like conversation cards or like little mini games or something. So we started that way. Uh, and then we have been doing quite well until COVID-19 hit us. And it didn't hit us directly, but it basically killed all our users, events, workshops, meetings. Um, so we had to make a really big move. I still remember it was like late Feb or something. And then one of my teammates asked me, Kevon, the virus is like going crazy. What should we do? And then I was like, okay, uh, we are in Asia, but we, our users are mostly in US and Europe and the virus is not there yet. So let's not worry too much about it. <laughs> <laughs> let's stay focused and then uh, keep driving towards our vision. What happened is that that weekend, everything changed. Like the virus is everywhere. And then four days later, I went back to the team and I hate to do that because I like to keep my words, but I, I really need to tell them that we had to make a move. Um, and the move is we have to find a way to go online. So basically what we did is we just start talking to our users and a lot of them like our engagement technology. So they were asking how ca they can use it online. So we were teaching them how to use Zoom with Toasty. But the tricky part is because Toasty actually put people into groups physically. So it's not easy to do it on video call. It's just not really possible unless you're very good at like logistical arrangements. Um, so to make it easier to our users, we just decided to um, kind of move the whole thing online, add on the video and the audio and just make it an experience that people can enjoy online. So that's how we come to Toasty today. Uh, it's a pretty long journey with lots of lessons learned. Yeah.
that's pretty pretty interesting pivot and like i really like the fact that you know like you you went from like totally offline like to to online and facilitating like you know teams which are like basically offline and it might yeah. be like rising and there's going to be like more and more companies just switching yeah. to that kind of work even after the the whole crisis situation we have at the moment right i think so and not that we shift so not that we moved online we actually change our target audience as well before we were working with a lot of events uh corporate mm -hmm. events community events but after we move online we realized that the people that really need the engagement is really teams because the engagement among teams can drive something more measurable like productivity and collaboration where else engagement at the events is pretty much networking for people so we also move our target audience and the focus of the company so that was that was huge for us yeah and how does those to differ like do you know like just using zoom or you know like uh, hangouts and uh, uh and doing things uh, on your own like where where is the major difference on why should uh companies uh use like toasty Yeah, you know what? I just realized uh, up until now, I still haven't explained what Toasty is. <laughs> <laughs> so mm -hmm. Toasty is a video conferencing platform, but with a twist. And the twist is that we focus so much on the engagement, on the interactions mm -hmm. of the audience, of the people mm -hmm. who are in the meeting. And what I mean by that is um, on most of the platform out there, You are having a video call and you just all sit there and you talk to each other and you look into each other's face. No, I mean, you look into each other's eyes. Um, yeah. there's, not much, there's not much that is guiding you towards what you should talk about or how you interact with each other. Um, but because of our engagement experience that serves the offline space, we came to learn that When you want to have a good conversation or discussion, you really have to facilitate it actively. So for example, if you are just asking people like, hey, I want to hear your opinion, uh, raise your hand if you want to speak, that's not going to work. But if you turn it into like conversation cards, like what I mentioned before, like everyone has a chance to flip over a card, conversation mm -hmm. will start coming out. Like I have an engineer who I never hear him talk in any online meetings because I think he always let other people take, take, take lead. But because mm -hmm. of the activity that Toasty provide, like conversation card, everyone has a chance to talk for like a minute or two. And wow, suddenly he became another person. Like he's so expressive. And then we learn so much about his thoughts, his personal story. And I think, Yeah, that kind of facilitation really opens people up. So if you if you ask me again, uh, Toasty is different because we focus on guiding people towards interaction. That's great. I really like miss that and like talking with many many teams. Like, uh, it's just like an issue, you know. Like uh, everybody goes to the Zoom call, like does the stand up or like you yeah. know, but not everyone talks. And you know, like this airtime, it's like really difficult thing to distribute, and especially along like get into in between like uh, get get to share but like on more on the equal side and just having like three people talk and everyone else like just being pres kind of present but they're basically disengaged in the talk so that's like a real challenge uh we see nowadays uh i guess um 
because the tools are not like built that way. Uh, like yeah. uh, video tools are not built that way to be interactive in some way. Um, so how, what what are the major like issues you also see like with, with teams like using uh, such tools like in game like uh, being disengaged? Mm. I think mainly if you want to run a good meeting, you need mm -hmm. someone to facilitate. And online facilitation is even harder than offline, a lot harder, I have to say. And not a lot of people have that experience. I think we, we talk to a lot of workshop facilitator and I think they're great. They're, they're, they're expert in this. But think about if you're just a team leader, if you're just like a CEO of a small startup, I don't think people know how to like facilitate conversations. So mm -hmm. what we do to help them is we just provide a ton of template. So if you want to celebrate wins, you just pick that template. And then we have different activities to uh, kind of get people to talk about their achievement of the week. Uh, maybe pick three random people instead of everyone talk. Uh, if we're talking about something more serious, maybe split them up into different breakout rooms to talk and then come back. So I, I, I think it's, yeah, helping them with the facilitation is the key. What do you have in future set for your users? Like, is there anything like you can share uh, with us? Like, you know, in which direction are you going? What yeah. what things are like, you know, uh, we're going to see more uh, of it. I think um, we're working hard right now to make Toasty more flexible. So mm -hmm. uh, you can imagine Toasty to be a platform where you can just hop on to have a call with your team. And then you suddenly think, okay, we're waiting for one more person. Why don't we like get to know each other better? And then you click a button and then you can get to know each other. Um, or if you want to hear people's thoughts and you don't really want to ask, hey, Andre, what are you thinking? That's kind of awkward, right? You hit mm -hmm. a button and then speech bubble pops up in everyone's screen and then everyone enters their ideas and then we kind of pull them together. I think that kind of interaction is what we what we want to do, and um, we're going to work hard to make that happen for our users. So mm -hmm. I, I think we still have a long way to go, to be honest, because we only moved online early this year, not even like two months old for that part. Um, mm -hmm. So so yeah, still early to say. <laughs> and do. To which companies do you think like you can help the most? Which are like you know, apart from like of course all the remote ones, but you know, what which team sizes or like you know, what's the ideal team size or or like companies which uh, which would be like you know, a uh, good fit for your product? Um, I think looking at our like current user base, like team size that is around fifty to five hundred would be would be good, and if they have multiple offices. If they have like a partially or fully remote team, then they of course need a video meeting platform, right? And they are, so they're the one that need this. The reason why is because um, I think we're not like enterprise software level. So like if the company size is too big, then it gets complicated. So I think mm -hmm. we're going after like small and medium teams first um, and, mm -hmm. then, and then see where it takes us. And is there any way that like teams who want to uh, engage more their uh, colleagues, you know, like and and workers, like in some way, uh, try their product? Like, do you have any, you know, like any link or something they would they could use? Yeah, definitely. So we our website is toasty.ai, and we offer mm -hmm. thirty days free trial on the website. 
but for your audience, we want to give them 60 days. Okay, that's great. I think the best way to try it out is to host a virtual happy hour because we see that the most on Toasty. Like people just have the conversation card and the, the guessing game and use that mm -hmm. and have a drink and just have fun. And then if you think that's useful, then use it for other things. Thanks for the advice. And we'll definitely include the link like in the show notes. Uh, so check them out. Um, and yeah, going further, I wanted to ask you, what do you, what do you think like the, the future of remote work uh, will look like from now, like all the shock, like getting like millions of people, like, you know, pretty much working online. What kind of things we're going to see develop like in the next, let's say, year or two? I think one thing that I'm already seeing is that there are a lot more service shop that is opening up. So we, we are a platform provider, right? So we provide a platform mm -hmm. for meetings and then there are a lot of virtual events platform. But what I see is there's a lot of people who are starting a company and say, hey, I can help you run really good meetings or workshops and let me come in and I'll use Toasty and I'll deliver the service to you. And then on the other hand, I see a lot of companies starting that is helping people organize virtual events. So I think these companies will do great because I don't think we're going to go back to doing a lot of offline. I think it will be more a hybrid. And of course, mm -hmm. that's why they started their company. So I, I, I see this trend and I really like it. Of course, uh, we can help each mm -hmm. other out. Um, another thing I think would, so another thing I think would happen would be like the company annual retreat model. Um, I think it's a pretty popular thing for remote teams to do that. But I'm thinking now everyone is kind of used to socializing online. Maybe they will do more smaller retreat online and not just focus on one annual retreat. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, we definitely don't know what exactly the future yeah. holds like, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of opportunity and uh, definitely there's going to be more retreats. And uh, I kind of share like your thing, like the virtual events. It's so hard uh, to uh, actually see like any any software which could facilitate that, like in the quality level, such as like it would, you would find on any conference. So like obviously you would find like Zoom calls or like, you know, but it's not, it's not really the same because like then people after the call, they don't socialize and it's more, uh, how to say it's more broad towards the, you know, five to 10 facilitators or like whoever is speaking and like a couple of people, but not literally like, you know, hundreds or like thousands who come to a conference, like, and have a blast of the time and, you know, like talk, meet people. And that, that's, that's going to require like a whole different approach on building software for like to, to facilitate that. Yeah, totally. That's going to be a very interesting thing uh, to, to see for sure. Totally. Um, and yeah, and the online education, I can already say, like, you know, being as a parent, it's really hard, you know, figuring out like the current software, like going from the kindergarten, like from the toddler ages, you know, like, and further on to, to have the, how to say, infrastructure to, to show like the quality, you know, like to, to emulate the, the experience like they would get in the classroom. So it's probably like another challenge, which we might see. Yeah. For the end, I would just want to ask you, what are your top three remote tools you use every day apart from uh, Toasty? <laughs> I think uh, a lot of people might 
want to hear there are some new tools that I use, but unfortunately, there's no new tools. Uh, Slack, I love it. I mean, we cannot live without Slack. Uh, Trello is a great project management tool. But the one that I want to bring up is Loom. Loom is the one that you can easily do screen sharing videos and then just send a link to someone else. I think it has become so popular internally and externally. Like I'm doing video demo and I just put it on like some partner website. And then whenever, remember I talk about asynchronous communication. So what I'm trying to practice is that if you want to say something, don't put it on Slack because that is going to drive people to think that you need to respond right away. I actually, when I have something to say, I actually put together a Loom video demo for of myself, like just moving my mouse around and then talking to myself. And then I send an email to my team and say, this is what I have in mind, check it out. And I mm-hmm. think that's a really good way to practice asynchronous communication. Yeah, that's, that's a great advice. I think, yeah, video is so underrated and uh... Uh, it helps a lot with uh, working with uh, uh, in this other direction. So, uh, yeah, Kevon, thanks a lot for taking time uh, to come on Inside the Remote. I really appreciate it. Um, where can people reach you? People can reach me on uh, LinkedIn. I have an Instagram page, which is just Kevon is open. Uh, you see a lot of family stuff in there. Uh, you can email me, kavon.cheng at toasty.ai. Um, yeah, that's about it. Great. Thanks again. I'm very much looking forward to testing Toasty uh, myself. I figure out like how we can, you know, like engage uh, teams much better. Thanks for listening to this another episode of Inside Remote, where we were talking with Kevon Chang of Toasty. Remember, if you want to test Toasty, They're very generous and they offer a special code for all the Inside Remote listeners. So you can use code INSIDE60, I-N-S-I-D-E-6-0, and you'll get 60 days of free pro plan where you can test with your team how you can make like your meetings more interactive and richer. Remember, if you like this episode and you like Inside Remote, we'd very much appreciate if you would give us any rating through any app or iTunes and help us spread our word like about remote work even further. Thanks again, and you'll be hearing from us soon.